Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Our next live workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, will be held online from September 22nd to 24th, 2023. If you want to get closer and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Sign up at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. Welcome back. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. And here's today's question. Why does my partner use sex as a weapon? Whether it's withheld or I'm told you failed or I need somebody with a higher sex drive or you can't keep up or you're too sex obsessed, what is this all about? Oh, yeah. Like I wanted to jump in with, you know, just your partner sucks, but then you kept the question <laughs> and my heart broke. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think you're any of, I don't think you're sex obsessed. I mean, maybe you are, I shouldn't say that, but that was, well, what does that even mean? Right. We we live, we live in this space that (laughs) is, it's pretty taboo. I mean, things are changing (laughs) for sure. They're not. And they're also not. <laughs> they're going and, backwards. Well, no, and actually, sometimes they go I, backwards. I, I think that's actually a really good point from both of you. That and I'll I I don't I've never outed this to our audience before. So people who know me know this. Our our audience who doesn't know me as well. I'm very very religious. I don't bring it in the room if my clients don't want me to. Um, but so I, I have that background as well. And I would mm-hmm. say it really is both. Like things really are changing. And Becca, in some ways, they're really not. Like mm-hmm. I think you both are 100% right on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, when I think about this question, I think, oh, whether somebody says, why are you so sex-obsessed? Or somebody says, why don't you want sex more? There's a similar root mm. behind mm-hmm. both those questions. Mm-hmm. It's basically like, why don't you want the same amount of sex I want? Why don't oh. you want the same kind of sex I want? Mm-hmm. Why can't you match more me? more like me. 
Be more like me. Because if you were more like me, then I wouldn't have to think there might be anything wrong with me. Well, if you were more like me, the world would be a better place. You guys know that I feel that way very (laughs) I think that, but here's, here's, here's the rub in that, Vic. I think that every one of us and every one of our listeners thinks that way. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I, there, there are parts of me that think that way. There are yeah, also parts yeah, of me you, that enjoy the variety. Exactly. I was just going to mm-hmm. say, because I know there are parts of both of you that don't. Like, there's no part of me that doesn't think that. I, okay. I put that out there. I have, I have both on board. I have parts <laughs> of me that absolutely wants you to want the same thing I want. There are also parts of me that it, um, find play and space and mystery mm-hmm. and allure in the distance between us. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if you were actually, yeah. if you were for reals only wanting what I want, then actually I wouldn't be that interested and get bored after, you know, oh. the first two or three times. So the fact that you want something different than me helps me move into playfulness or helps me move into mm-hmm. exploration or helps me move into interest or passion. It helps me move. It helps oh. me move. <laughs> Right, Which like, in like, shanks is important sometimes. A <laughs> little, little bit more than important, right? Like, like th- this is the thing. Like, things get frozen in us. We get stuck, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in a places where we're all the same, where we're, where, like, we don't, mm-hmm. what happens then is, like, we stop taking risks. We stop trying to mm-hmm. figure out, like, what would it be like if, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. so, so, like, we're, we're not in a place then of going, like, hmm. I wonder if I did it differently and like, you know, like if you scratched my elbow, like what would that feel like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, would I enjoy it? Like, do I, do I prefer the outside of my elbow or the inside of my elbow to be touched? Inside every time. Right, but like, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, so I'm not, I'm not exploring. I'm and you know what? Mm-hmm. I like the inside a lot. Mm-hmm. The outside is also kind oh, of Oh, no, cool. it wakes me. Mm, no, I'm touching. No. <laughs> Don't like I'm it. Not, mm. not really yeah. 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 My um, whole body okay. just okay. feels squiggly. <laughs> what, what about your wrist? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What about your wrist? Oh, all the different parts are fine. See, okay. I don't have any squiggles there. Oh, see, I have I have on the inside of my wrist, uh-huh. my body goes... <laughs> <laughs> on the inside, it's more like that. Yeah. And then on the, but on the outside, it doesn't make me go, oh no. Whereas oh, right. on the, the elbow, it oh, does. Oh, on the elbow, it does. Uh, your elbow was like, oh no. Like I oh, watched no, your body. Don't it, touch it, me. Yeah. <laughs> right. But so, so like each of our bodies is wired to pick up these sensations totally differently. Mm-hmm. And, and if yeah, we, that's a pain. Like, well, it mm. is, is it? It could also be like the coolest thing because when mm, we're talking about crazy. sex, we're talking about sensuality and finding pleasure. How do we find pleasure? It's based on what we feel. Yes, and it would be a lot less complicated if everyone felt the same. Well, if I know that here's the other good thing. on the inside of my elbow, I touch Gabe on the inside of his elbow, and we're good to go. Uh, I won't touch. <laughs> I, I won't touch Jules's outside of her elbow because and, I know she doesn't like it. Right, and, and I might try to play with it because you know I'm curious. Is it still like that today, or does it change? I do not consent for you to touch my elbow. I'm not touching your elbow, but I'm just I'm saying. Totally touch your elbow when I see you again. <laughs> you can touch mine. That's okay. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I so, just. <laughs> 
Yes, I get, I get, here's the thing. I get that if it were actually the same, we could totally avoid talking about it, which would avoid the oh, shame pit that we all yeah. get into when yeah. we start talking about there it. it I'm not supposed well, to talk about it. Sort of, because if it was all the same and I kind of wanted something different, I might feel a whole lot of shame for talking about the yeah, thing that no, I want. I, it's that totally makes sense. different. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Right. So like that's and, and the thing. Yeah. This is why I think it feels weaponized. Yeah. Because when you think about shame, what mm-hmm. is it you could do with shame? You can either kind of swallow into it mm-hmm. or you could point mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. And when it starts oh, when yeah. that energy, so it's contempt energy really. So when that when that energy gets pointed out, it feels like blame. So that's why I think it, yeah. this question is landing as, as like, why is my partner turning sex into a weapon? Well, because they're not turning it in towards themselves. They're not going into shame. So it looks like it looks like blame instead. So I think that's why you're experiencing what you're experiencing. And so it makes me really curious about your partner's relationship with sex Mm -hmm. and your relationship with sex and how much internalized sexual shame one or both of you may be carrying. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) that's just normal, right? I mean, like, mm -hmm. I I think this is I have this conversation with everyone, though. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we all have a story. Mm-hmm. We all have internalized messages. Mm-hmm. Right? Do we know what they are? Right. Yeah, I was <laughs> right? just like, let's say just that. start there. And, like, yeah, do, do I know what mine is? Do don't. I know what my partner's is? Yeah. Right? right? Like, it doesn't mean that there's anything right or wrong about either of our stories, right. but, like, let's right. get to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do we even know what that internal map looks right. like? And mm-hmm. like, and, and and then in knowing mm-hmm. that map, we start learning things like, oh, the outside of my elbow doesn't feel good, but the inside does. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like Rebecca's going to kind of try to play with you there and you're mm-hmm. going to be like, no, 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 it's a game of consent, right? Like, <laughs> so we're learning these kinds yeah. of things. Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> right? But we're actually talking about it. Because we're talking <sighs> about it. If we don't have the, if we avoid the discomfort of it. We avoid the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And now we're just like trapped in this place of not moving, not touching each other, get feeling like you're mad at me, feeling like there's something wrong with me, right? Like we're just, yeah. we're in this, mm-hmm. And then we're mm-hmm. avoiding the conversation rather than moving through the discord of the conversation. I'm not still in the mini series, am I? <laughs> <laughs> we're not there, but we're there. We're always there. Right? Yeah. So it's going to come if uh-huh. I avoid moving through that discord, then I avoid finding all of this out and maybe building more trust and building trust that we can handle conversations about sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, if you are the one who is using sex questions in a blamey way, why are you sex obsessed? Why did you fail at sex? Why didn't it's your fault? You had fault. too many partners. You didn't have enough partners. No partner. There's something mm-hmm. weird about the way totally. you do that. Yeah, all no. of that. If that's you, then this is an invitation to make a little U-turn and be really curious about. Okay, what is the hope mm-hmm. behind that question? And if is there any? maybe even super subtle avoidance of pain or grief or shame 
that you're doing and putting onto your partner instead of talking in a more vulnerable way, which is maybe I'm really scared to talk to you about sex, or I don't feel like these conversations go well, or mm-hmm. I want to tell you about something I want, but I'm really scared to, or I don't know anything about this. And it mm-hmm. kind of freaks me out. And I think there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Can we learn about it together? Or do you actually know anything about this? Or mm-hmm. if you know something about this, what does that mean that I don't know something about mm-hmm. this? Right? Like, so mm-hmm. all of that wow. stuff is the stuff that's getting conjured up in here. Mm-hmm. There's right. so much vulnerability. And so I I think another U-turn for both partners to make in here Mm -hmm. is what if instead of start, instead of only looking at where things feel blamey or shamey, where things Mm -hmm. feel hard, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at what we feel like might be the matter with us or our partner, what if we look the other direction? Mm. Right? So where would that have us looking? It would have us looking for what feels good to me, what feels good to Mm -hmm. you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So now we're starting to talk about pleasure, which is mm-hmm. a whole new orientation. And it's not at all the orientation that we're taught inside of our culture. Our culture orients us towards shame when we're mm-hmm. talking about sex. Like, how mm-hmm. many conversations have you heard? How many sex ed programs do you know about? Mm-hmm. How many places is sex ed even banned? Right. Like, why is it banned? Because of this culture of shame. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if we start reorienting this conversation to a culture of pleasure, what changes? Ooh. Yeah. And I'm just noticing um, in my own psychological floor, what happened in my body, Becca, when you said that. Let's mm-hmm. let's orient to a culture of pleasure. And the top of my brain, by the way, 100% agrees with you. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and Bring it. what I noticed happening was this teeny tiny flary sort of feeling in the center of my chest that then dropped down and Mm -hmm. like turned almost into like black sludgy sort of feeling. It was super subtle, but it was Mm. right there the second you said that. It's like, oh, that tells me something about my psychological floor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. My psychological floor knows it it has associations. It creates meaning, right? Mm-hmm. It organizes all the information that I've ever been through in my life into meaning categories. And so like connection might mean for one person safety and trust and connection mm-hmm. for another person might mean always invasion or connection for another person might mean violence is the only way you get it. Or there's lots of, there's lots or, of different, or, or, or there could be an infinite list. Your, your psychological floor is unique as a fingerprint. So, um, when I, when I noticed that, I noticed, oh, seeking pleasure in sex somehow is tagged for me with a little like hot shame feeling. It was, Mm -hmm. it was a super subtle, but, oh, gotcha. I just learned something about my psychological floor that I still hold, even though I've done mm-hmm. tons and tons of work with this and I educate people on sex and I read constantly about this stuff. And, and you a, just learned something new. And I still <laughs> just learned something like, oh, wow, yeah, that pleasure word, even though I've explored it in lots of different ways, when we're just talking about it now, 
no, you're not allowed to have that. That's bad for you. Like there's no. something wrong with you or bad in you for for wanting pleasure in a sexual space. Pleasure seeking in food is fine, mm-hmm. but oh. in sex is not fine. So, so let's notice, let's notice that like, oh, there, even as you're listening and maybe you even stop the episode or listen through to the end and then replay it. But mm-hmm. mark your body while you're listening mm-hmm. is when we're laughing or throwing some of these words out, you might even begin to build mm-hmm. a sexual map. You're starting to build mm-hmm. a template. Right. Right. I, I this is this is what I love about this. Mm-hmm. And I could probably go on and talk about this mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. Hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I have, in fact, with my friend Cindy. Cindy mm-hmm. Darnell is um, a wonderful uh, ed- sex educator, sex therapist, mm-hmm. teacher of this stuff. She's just recently written a book called Sex When You Don't Feel Like It. And she has mm-hmm. a wonderful blog post on five ways to increase your pleasure tonight that mm-hmm. we'll link in the show notes mm-hmm. to this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much more to learn as Jules is beautifully illustrating for us. No mm-hmm. matter how long we've been inside yeah. this work, mm-hmm. we're there's still always more. learning. Yeah. The learning keeps unfolding. The more you get to know yourself, the more you discover mm-hmm. what brings you pleasure, what brings your partner pleasure, mm-hmm. the more you learn. Mm-hmm. If you allow it to, I found myself thinking, like if you're willing <gasps> to keep learning and growing, then the possibilities are always going to be there. They are. Mm-hmm. If they you're are. willing. And, and with, and with that willing. willingness and with those mm-hmm. possibilities, it's kind of like, I don't know, I see it as like the antidote to feeling like, why is my partner using sex as a weapon? Why, like, why, why is that blame mm-hmm. and shame the thing that's being bounced around? Because mm-hmm. there's an alternative to what yeah. we bounce between us. Yeah, and I think of it in there's, two ways, yeah. right? I think of it. I think of the map as having almost two. I think of it like, uh, do you remember this? I'm going to age myself right now. But do you? Did any of your teachers ever use those um, transparencies on overhead projectors? Yes. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever smell the marker? I'm sorry. No, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Yes. Pleasure. So, pleasure. Um, so, see, that kind of pleasure is fine. Drug pleasure is totally fine. I don't have a reaction to that. Um, okay. So, I have a reaction to that. You had, no, a, no, you had a big no, like, no, no. <laughs> all your muscles went. No. Um, right. So, I imagine us building, as you're thinking through, you're building like a multi layered map. So, you can make one mm. like mm-hmm. transparency <laughs> and then lay another transparency on top of it. And project both of them, yeah. and you could even lay a third or a fourth or a fifth or whatever. That's so really I good was just thinking, laying those transparencies on exactly. top of each other right now. Exactly. So I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking about it though for maybe a listener who's never even explored this. Yeah. One, the first transparency. I just wonder about what do you know? What do you carry from your family? What do you carry from different experiences? Uh, many, too many people have been through sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. So you may be carrying some really hard, hard stuff with that. What do you carry from the culture? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, uh, talk now um, about uh, women and, and what maybe the culture is telling us. I'm thinking even Ted Lasso on the recent series had a whole, thing about this mm. had a whole yeah. episode about mm. 
over-sexualizing women and then shaming them for having sexual desire. Totally. That was such a fun episode. It was such a good episode. I'm behind. I don't care. I'm just behind. Let's not forget. (laughs) I can't join in on that. (laughs) Let's not forget, though, that men are getting all these messages, too. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's, it's, and, 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 and. And and it's really hard to talk about what we don't know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? So, that would all go in like, what do I already know? Like, what's yeah. my psychological floor already holding about sex? Mm-hmm. And then you can start layering on another transparency mm-hmm. about maybe desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or pleasure. And by the way, it might be changing. What you liked when you were 20 may not be what you like when you're 50. Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah. I, it actually, it's not. It's not mm-hmm. like a might be changing. There's actually a lot of research that suggests mm-hmm. this to be true. And there's there's a wonderful book called Magnificent Sex that talks mm-hmm. about folks like older couples mm-hmm. who have discovered something that they really find pleasurable about sex. Mm-hmm. Typically, that the thing that it tends to point back to is that they're more comfortable talking about it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And okay. that probably, uh, I don't know if you all know Emily Nagoski's mm-hmm. work, but she's yeah. a sex educator who I really, really love. She wrote a book called Come As You Are. We can link that um, in the show notes as well. Um, the uh, She has a podcast too. She does. She has a great Same podcast. Um, so she's so good. And she talks a lot about the research that's out there that talks about the sexual pleasure And when people are actually reporting their greatest sexual experiences and their Mm -hmm. most sexual satisfaction, guess what age it is? Oh, like 50? 55 and Mm -hmm. up. Yay. Yeah. So it's not like I missed it. The best years are coming. (laughs) The best years are coming. It's coming. But it Mm -hmm. comes because Mm -hmm. you get to know yourself. Yeah. You get to know yourself and you're not as scared about Mm -hmm. being more vulnerable or more open or just saying... I'm about to drop a, a cuss word. Um, no, just no, saying, no. fuck it. Like, what <laughs> happens? Totally. Like, what what bad thing is going to happen if I tell you this? I mean, come on. <laughs> and so there's a lot of that. That energy, I think, is mm-hmm. part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I w- you know what I was thinking about is if you and your partner, or maybe even just you and your own exploration, want a super beginning kind of way to start talking about this stuff, here's mm-hmm. what you could do. Make a yes, yes no, no maybe, maybe list. list. I love the yes no maybe list. My favorite thing about it is that you start with the yeses. Well, you know what I do with my couples. Here's some inter- something interesting: yeah. is I have them. I don't know if either of you guys ever do this, but um, I have them co-create a massive list. Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Right. Of Just all add the everything. different things mm-hmm. all the they can things. think of. So mm-hmm. they brainstorm for like 10 to 20 minutes. Just write down any sexual thing mm. that even okay. feels vaguely sexual. Um, and it may be wild stuff that you would never even want to do. That doesn't matter. Just if you can think of it, write it on the list. If you can think of it, write it on the list. And then you make a copy of whatever that list is. And you mm-hmm. both take it away and write down which one of those things would be in your yes, absolutely column. And which ones would be in your no way? And which ones would be in maybe? So you don't do the yes, no, maybes together. 
and you then you create you co-create you the list together. The list together. You co-create yeah. the list together. But the, the the labels on it you do separately. You, don't, you do the separate. You do those separately because so you, you have to so compare. The, well, yeah, and I was just thinking. Then there's no like I don't want to use the word coercion, but then I'm not sitting there and Pressure. I have something. Yeah, even mm-hmm. if it's really really subtle. But so I'm totally on my own when I'm doing my yes yeah. and mm-hmm. no's and all that. Okay. Yeah. My, a lot of my people have a hard time like getting started with when they mm-hmm. start to select yes, no, maybes. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes like I keep it simple, like I'll give them highlighters or different colored pens mm-hmm. or something. And I'll tell them like to start with like the yeses or start with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like start with one thing and just like go through and like, what would be that? Like just mark that. And you'll, mm. I tell them if it's a yes, it's like an absolutely, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it brings some joy, some excitement. So yeah, like, right. It's like a, uh-huh. An enthusiastic yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's not a yes. It's yeah. a maybe. It's a maybe. I was <laughs> right. just going to say that. Right. Like, they're like, mm, there are also good. some that That's... are like, oh, no. <laughs> like, do not touch the back of my elbow. I, was just it's say, I don't elbow. like it. <laughs> There's nothing about it that I find enjoyable. It's just creepy. <laughs> so, so I'm just, I'm just noticing. You know, that there's, there's, I'm just kind of scanning my body. If I get an oh, hell no, mm-hmm. that absolutely goes on the no list, right? right? Yes. And then there's yeah. the ones in between and all those end up on totally. your list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm. then you can share your list with each other. It's a great way to start conversations. It's a great way to get to know each other. It's a great way to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. So there you go. A way to, to begin to explore. It's such a, and you can even like share the list slow. Mm-hmm. It, like here's yeah. one thing I want to share with you on my list today. Yeah, oh, it doesn't slow. have to be that you have that to slow. You don't mean yeah. that I shouldn't sit down with him and whip through it in twenty. No, and you don't have to just like, compare <laughs> lists. You can like literally like yeah. you can hold this close and go through it slowly. Mm-hmm. You can pace this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It right? doesn't have to be an absolute comparison of everything that's on your mm-hmm. list all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This has turned into a long one. Yeah, it I has. love it. Though. Mm-hmm. It's nice to it's be tough. back with season five. What? Yeah. Wow. Can you believe wow. it? Oh, it's good to have you back. Yes everyone. and no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, yeah. y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here are some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators. And you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses.
And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.